Shalom Mishpocha. Shalom, family. Mishpocha is a Hebrew word, means family. <laughs> We're the Mishpocha, the family with the Jewish heart, made up of Jewish and non-Jewish people, where the middle wall of separation between Jew and Gentile, it's finally come down to form one new man. Getting ready, Mishpocha, to blow the grandest shofar, or the grandest trumpet in Zion. We want everyone everywhere to hear the good news. We want everyone everywhere to be red hot. For the Messiah. Well, we're coming into the most exciting time to be alive for a Bible believer and probably the most horrific time to be alive for a non-Bible believer. And it's my heart's desire that you fulfill your destiny, especially since God has called us to be alive at this greatest uh, a move of God's Spirit in history. So, I want to do two things with you this week. First, I want to get you meditating on one promise of God every day this week. And the promise that I love, and we'll we'll start with Acts 10.38, which says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And I want you to personalize this. Here's how I would do it, or how I do it, actually. God anointed me. You follow? Because Jesus lives inside of you, so God anointed. And the word anointed means he literally smeared the Holy Spirit upon you. And can you picture God doing that? Say this with me. God anointed me with his Holy Spirit and with his power. And I go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil. For God is with me. Can you picture saying that about 20 times every day? And getting that into your spirit, you're saying that God literally took his Holy Spirit and he smeared it all over you. He took his power and he smeared his power all over you so that you are now equipped to do good. You are now equipped to do all that God's called you to do. You can heal all who are oppressed by the devil. Why? Because God is with you. So we'll work on that every day this week. But just as important as meditating on God's Word is speaking in supernatural languages, speaking in tongues. Why is this so important? Well, for starters, when you see the devil working so hard, overtime, if you will, to demote tongues and supernatural languages to the back room in most congregations that know better. They know the importance of praying in tongues. You know that this is important. As a matter of fact, I want to take you back many, many years ago uh, when I was just investigating about Jesus. As a Jewish man, uh, I went to a Bible study and all of a sudden, someone in the Bible study started praying in tongues. And I was so intrigued. I said, 
what is that? What is that language? And the person said, I'm speaking from my spirit, a unknown language. And I thought, boy, I'd like to do that. Now, I know the Bible says you're not supposed to pray in tongues with non-believers present, but I can just tell you that was the most intriguing thing that I saw, that someone could speak in a language they'd never been taught. So after I became a believer, the first thing I wanted was to be filled with the Spirit of God and be able to speak in this supernatural language uh, that intrigued me so much. So I remember going to a full gospel businessmen's meeting, and at the end of the meeting, they said, anyone that wants to be born again, go in this corner. Anyone that wants to speak in uh, supernatural languages and be filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, go over in this corner. So I immediately went there. Someone put their hand on me. We prayed that the Holy Spirit would just flood my being and I would be able to worship God in a language I'd never been instructed. And you know what? As a new believer, I didn't ask how. I just said, okay, if someone told me I could have walked on water back then, I wish they had. I believe I would have walked on water. This man said, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you can speak in supernatural tongues. And I hadn't been trained to say, well, how do I do it? I just started speaking. He said to speak. So I started speaking and I spoke in a supernatural language. But just almost immediately after this occurred, uh, that evening or the next morning, a little voice said, you're making that all up. And I got paralyzed by fear. Isn't it interesting? The Bible tells us God has not given us a spirit of fear. So if God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, I'll give you one guess who gave me a spirit of fear. So I, I stopped praying in tongues for fear, and that's the word, that I would displease God because I was just making it up. And then one day, an Orthodox Jewish rabbi came to the Lord, and I got to know him a little bit, and I was standing with him one day, and a woman came up, and she was pregnant, uh, and she said, the doctors tell me my baby is dead within me. And so, uh, so Rabbi Essex, and that was his name, looked over at me, and he said, Sid, pray for this woman. Well, I'm a new believer. How do you pray for the dead to come back to life as, as a new believer? I, now, again, if they had caught me, if I was brand new, I probably would have had no doubts. Uh, but uh, I, I'd learned just enough about religion that I was really kind of concerned. I mean, how am I going to pray for this person? And I don't, I can't even tell you why, but I started praying in tongues for this individual, and then she left, and then the rabbi looked at me, and he said, Sid, do you know what you're praying? I said, absolutely not. He said, I do. You're praying in an ancient form of Aramaic, and this is what you said. You said that the child is with God the Father, and be at peace. And I'll tell you what, after that, I never doubted I was praying in the Holy Spirit. But here's the truth. If you ask your earthly father for bread, he's not going to give you a stone or a serpent. 
How much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? So I, w- I just wish I had trusted God before I, I but I, but I guess, you know, the Bible says that Jew requires a sign. <laughs> I needed a sign uh, that it was authentic. Uh, but, and then I would pray in tongues an hour a day. And I promise you, what you see going on in the ministry of its supernatural messianic vision is a result of that prayer one hour a day. And if you don't get anything else from this message today, get this. You must. I mean, it's essential that you start praying in supernatural languages, in tongues, one hour every day because of what's going to happen on planet Earth. And when you find out what's going on, you won't be forced to. It won't be a discipline. It might start as a discipline, but it'll be the best time of your life as you're doing this. Now, a lot of people question that uh, when they're baptized in the Holy Spirit— Do all the people speak in tongues? And that's a good question. And the only answer I have is what the Bible says. I did a study of the book of Acts. And in every case where people were baptized with the Holy Spirit, it says they spoke in tongues. It didn't actually mention it when Paul was baptized, but later on he spoke a great deal about speaking in tongues. But there was one case where it wasn't mentioned. So we're working on 100% except for one case. Now, it didn't say it didn't happen, but it just did not say it did happen. And that is the book of Acts, the 8th chapter, the 14th verse. Do you remember that? Peter and John went to Samaria And they prayed for the people to receive the Holy Spirit. And Simon, the sorcerer, it says, saw or observed the power when they laid hands and wanted the baptism. What did he see? What did he observe that he was willing to pay money for this? I believe what he saw them doing is praying in supernatural languages, don't you? Now, do you have to speak in tongues to be saved? Uh, This is another question that a lot of people ask. And the answer is absolutely not. But when you find out what you've missed, you'll be very sorry you didn't pray in tongues. You are saved by repenting of your sins and believing in Jesus plus nothing. Now, the next question Have supernatural languages or tongues ceased? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 8 through 12 says, Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Well, then the question is, when are tongues going to cease? If Paul says they're going to cease. Verse 9, For we know in part and we prophesy in part. Verse 10, But when that which is perfect has come then that which is in part will be done away. A lot of people think perfect is the Bible or perfect is Jesus. Well, that's just because they didn't read the next verse, verse 12. And it says, when the, whatever the perfect is, and I believe it's the return of Jesus, whenever that happens, for now we see in a mirror dimly. But then, face to face, we're going to see Jesus face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am am known. In other words, you're going to know 
everything. So I, I maintain uh, that the perfect or Jesus has not returned face to face with us because we don't know everything. It's important that after Paul said tongues will cease, do you know what he started doing? He started saying in 1 Corinthians 14, verse 5, I wish you all spoke in tongues after they said tongues would cease. Well, our time has slipped away. And I have the PTT series available, two CDs called Personal Trainer in Tongues. And why do you need a personal trainer? Because a personal trainer will stop your lethargy and will get you going when the devil has talked you out of speaking in tongues. And we have the best of the best coaching you on tongues. And I, I'll tell you, when I listen to this, I pray in tongues. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, it's almost a compulsion for me to pray in tongues. When I listen to this, there's such an anointing on these uh, two CDs and then a DVD in which I teach you how to pray for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues, and you'll do it. All three tools available for a gift of $30. Call our order-only line. I'm speaking this week on supernatural languages, tongues, but I'm starting each day with a scripture. And every week you're going to get a new scripture for you to meditate on. This week your scripture is Acts 10.38. When you meditate, you say it out loud and you personalize it and you say it many times during the day. That's how you meditate. And by meditating, the word gets from your brain into your spirit. And once it gets into your spirit, it's yours. Once it gets into your spirit, you will do what it says. It's that simple that you need help to get confused. That's why most believers don't even know about meditating on the Word of the Lord. I would rather meditate on one scripture than have a speed contest of reading the Bible and not even know what I finished reading after I've been reading as fast as I could. You see, this is why Joshua tells us if We will meditate on the word day and night. We'll be like a tree planted by the river and will never thirst because of what's coming on planet Earth. You better start meditating. Acts 10.38, and I'm going to personalize it. God anointed me with his Holy Spirit and his power, and I went about doing good and healing all, not just a few, healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with me. God is with me. Do you know that God smeared the oil of his Holy Spirit and his power all over me? And guess what? You start saying this enough, your spirit will believe it and your spirit believes it, it, every fiber of your being will believe this. And as every fiber of your being believes this, everyone you pray for that's oppressed by the devil will be healed. Sounds exciting to me. How about you? So we're also speaking this week on tongues. 
And on yesterday's broadcast, I was talking about some people think tongues have ceased because 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 13, uh, verse 8 says, whether there are tongues, they will cease. But of course, as I pointed out, it goes on to say in verse 12, that when you know everything, that's when they're going to cease. So if you know everything, I'll give you this mic. How's How's that sound? Because I certainly don't know everything. And then Paul goes on after that verse to say in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 5, I wish you all spoke with tongues. And then verse 18, I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than you all. In other words, he said, well, you guys speak in tongues a lot, but I do more than, there's only a guy that wrote most of the New Testament, (laughs) you know? I mean, and it must have been important for him to say, I speak in tongues more than all of you. And then verse 39, and here's the admonition after he was talking about when the perfect comes and we know everything, uh, tongues will cease. He then goes on to say, do not forbid to speak with tongues. And Jude one twenty tells you why you should speak in tongues. But you, beloved, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. In other words, you are building your spirit man up. You know, I go to the gym, and my first couple of times I hired a personal trainer. And he showed me what to do to build my muscles up. Uh, a couple years ago, I started falling. Um, I don't know why. I was tripping. I hurt myself. And I, and I thought, well, I walk a half hour a day. Uh, why am I falling? And someone said to me, walking doesn't build muscles. And so I said, oh, that makes sense. So I went to gym and I started lifting weights. And I had a personal trainer who helped me. And if I hadn't had that personal trainer, I would not have gotten the firm foundation that I have today. And guess what? I don't fall anymore. Well, it's the same thing in the spirit realm. You need a personal trainer so that you're not going to fall in the spirit anymore. And so this is why we've developed these two CDs called PTT personal trainer tongues. And, and I'm going to tell you the most amazing effect. We got the best of the best people that have prayed in tongues for years to talk about the value of speaking in tongues. And it's two full CDs on this. And as you listen to them, this is the effect it had on me. I, I didn't even want to just listen. I just started praying in tongues immediately. And then I had the thought, what if when during my prayer time I pray I play these two CDs and I'm I'm hearing this wonderful teaching but the anointing you see when you're speaking on tongues and you have a strong anointing on your life it's contagious. And I just find myself speaking in tongues. And and I have to tell you the truth about myself. As a new believer, I I prayed in tongues and now we're a day. But you know how it is? Over time, it was less and less and less. Well, I'm back and I'm back with a vengeance. 
and I don't want a day to go by that I don't pray for one hour in tongues, and I don't want a day to go by that you don't pray for one hour in tongues. Why should you pray in tongues? Among other things, 1 Corinthians 14, 17 says, for you indeed give God thanks well. You're thanking God well. I mean, it's the best thanks you can give to God. And I like to do that personally. You become sensitive to God's voice. You're going to operate in joy in supernatural peace. As a matter of fact, I interviewed someone, and I've got to get my producer to look that up so I can get those facts again, but I interviewed someone that uh, they studied it from a scientific viewpoint, the brain, and they found out that you literally change your brain for the better when you pray in tongues. So you have literally nitrogen explosions going on in the spirit realm when you're praying in tongues. Your power in the spirit is going to be increased. You're going to start having your gifts released. Uh, You're going to get rid of blockages in your life that are stopping you from fulfilling your destiny. You're going to get rid of hurts. You know what I find? Sometimes when I pray in tongues, I'll think about someone that hurt me. I mean, someone 40 years ago. 50 years ago that I never thought about, that I never thought I had to think about, that I don't even care about anymore. I don't even know if they're alive anymore, but they hurt me. And I thought about it while I was praying in tongues, and I was able to forgive them. I mean, it's the most wonderful gift that someone had. You'll start having revelation of the word like you've never had in your life as you pray in tongues. Did you know that this is the way the early church prayed. And guess what? I'd like to see the miracles today in the life of every believer that happened in the life of every believer in the early church. And they prayed in tongues. In fact, Acts chapter 6, verse 4, when you study it in the Greek, this is what it says. And the apostles said, we will give ourselves continually to in the Greek, it says, now in the, in the English, it says to prayer. But in the Greek, it says, we will give ourselves continually to the prayer and to the ministry of the word. What do you think the prayer is? Have you seen how much Paul was teaching about tongues? That's the prayer. Now, in Romans 8, verse 26 through 28, God says, likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That's tongues. Then verse 27 says, now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Every prayer you pray in tongues is according to the will of God who knows everything. We know nothing compared to he who knows everything. And if we are able to pray 
the same way God would be praying for someone's problem. Can you see how important this is? That's why most people misunderstand this. Paul goes on to say in verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. You want everything to work together for good in your life? Pray perfect prayers. Pray by the one that knows everything. You see how important this is? I'm reminded of a woman that uh, was that I interviewed many years ago, and she was kidnapped by a mass murderer. She didn't even know it was a mass murderer. He, he had murdered about 18 women that looked exactly like her, raped them, and then murdered them. Uh, and do you know what? The Holy Spirit had her praying in tongues for hours before she was kidnapped. And she was the first one that survived. In fact, she convinced this murderer to give his to accept Jesus and to turn himself in. That's the you say what could what worse could happen to you than what I just described? By praying in tongues, her entire life was revolutionized. Her entire life was saved. Eye has not seen or ears heard what God has in store for you, but I promise you it will not happen unless you build up your spirit man. And that's what happens when you pray in tongues. You literally, uh, it says you edify yourself. Edify is a Greek word that means you charge up your battery. You got to charge up your battery. And you do that by meditating on the Word of God and praying uh, in supernatural languages. All right, what's our scripture for this week? I'm going to personalize it. That's what I want you doing. I want you saying it out loud many times this week. Acts 10:38. God anointed me with his Holy Spirit. He smeared his Holy Spirit. That's what the word anoint means. He smeared his Holy Spirit and his power into me. Can you picture the, that God is smearing his Holy Spirit and his power, his power into you that allows you to go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil. I mean, not just a few people. I heal all that are oppressed by the devil. Why? Because God is with me. And that's the way I want you to meditate. So let's work on Acts 10.38 this week. I'm speaking on, uh, on supernatural tongues. And I'm reminded of a friend of mine that was in a horrible situation. He's uh, a, an evangelist, and his wife left him. Uh, and he had uh, two small children, uh, and he was beside himself. Uh, and she just picked up after 20-plus years of marriage and said, I'm leaving. So the only thing I could coach him to do was to pray in tongues for an hour a day. Now, of course, I told him a lot of comforting things, but he started praying in tongues one hour every day. And you know what? He went from depression to walking in the greatest signs and wonders he ever walked in in his life. Now, I'd like to say the marriage was restored, but of course, as uh, I come from Washington, D.C., and there was a, a basketball team, and the coach was famous for saying, it's not over till the fat lady sings. <laughs> and so it's not over with him till the fat lady sings. But the truth of the matter is, and God didn't cause that problem, but because of that problem, he became normal. 
I pray in Jesus' name. You pray for an hour or a day, and you become normal. Now, a lot of people don't understand it, but there's different kinds of tongues that are spoken about in the Bible. And just as there are different sports, and they each sport has different rules, there's different rules for these different types of tongues. And what people that are uninitiated and don't understand is uh, they put all the rules for all the different types of tongues, that's sort of like putting football and basketball rules together. It can't work. No wonder people are so confused. See, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues. So, let's talk about these different kinds of tongues. First, there's tongues for witnessing to the unsaved. And 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 22, it says, Tongues are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to the unbelievers. And I, I love this story. I haven't thought about it in years, but there was a Filipino doctor who was actually a teacher of doctors at Howard University. Uh, Caesar. He was Catholic. Uh, he was not born again. Uh, and he, furthermore, he wasn't much interested in spiritual things. But his wife, she was on fire for the Lord. And she came to a Bible study that I used to have. And Christina and the Bible study, we would pray for Caesar's salvation. And one day I put my hand on Caesar and I started speaking in tongues. Don't ask me why. I, I, the only answer I have is the Holy Spirit uh, pushed me into doing this. I started praying in tongues. He looked at me. He's mystified. Then he looks angrily at his wife, and he says, Christina, did you tell him those words? And then he thought, wait, no, Christina, you couldn't have done that because it was in my Filipino dialect. Although you're Filipino, your dialect is different than my dialect. It was exactly in my dialect. And that's what it says, by the way, in the book of Acts. They spoke, they all heard languages in their dialect, it says in the Greek. And, and so I said, well, what did I say to you? And he said, you said perfectly in my language, in my, per you know, they're like, uh, 30 or 40 dialects in the Philippines. I just happened to speak in the Filipino language. I just happened to speak in his dialect. And I told him that he must believe in Jesus as the Messiah. And that sign caused him to become on fire for Jesus. Uh, uh, it's such a wonderful gift for non-believers uh, to witness to them, uh, but that's just for the unsaved. I don't have time to go in, into it, but he did amazing things after he became a believer. I doubt if he would have ever become a believer if he didn't see that supernatural sign. Then another type of tongues is your personal prayer language. This isn't public. This is your personal prayer language. In 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 14, verse 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. So, first of all, who are you speaking to? You're speaking to God. So every time you speak in a supernatural language, you are speaking to God. 
Do you realize how holy this is, how wonderful this is? I have a little chair and when uh, that's opposite me. And when I wake up early in the morning, I'm sitting in my chair looking at this other chair, and I visualize Jesus in that chair, and I visualize myself speaking to him. But lately, I've been doing something even a step beyond that, because according to the Bible, Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father, but he's also inside of us. So I have been concentrating on God inside of me when I pray in tongues, and I'm not praying a million miles away in heaven. I'm praying right into the inside of me. You see the difference? I'm now getting conscious of the presence of God. There was a book written many, many years ago by a brother Lawrence. It was called Practicing the Presence of God. And this guy was a dishwasher in a monastery, the lowest job you could have in a monastery. But he practiced the presence of God when he was washing the dishes, whether people were there, whether people were not there. He was with God 24-7. So now that I'm praying in, in supernatural languages and tongues, I'm also praying to Jesus inside of me. I'm now getting conscious of the fact that God is inside of me, that his presence is inside of me. And everything I'm saying about me, that is true for you. Get it. There's no reason why you shouldn't be concentrating on that when you pray in tongues. And people would start coming to this brother Lawrence from all over the world, literally, because when they came to him, they experience the presence of God. That's where you're headed as you meditate on his word, as you speak in unknown tongues. Now, beyond the personal prayer language is the congregational meetings. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28 through 30, and God has appointed these in the church. And that's the key thing is in the church, varieties of tongues. In other words, there are a, there's a special gift of tongues for when there's a big group present. And verse 30 says of 1 Corinthians 12, do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? No, not everyone has the gift of the public speaking in tongues. So they mix that up with the private. That's where they get fouled up. And not everyone has the public gift of interpreting tongues. And 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 15, uh, tells us how a spirit-filled meeting in the first church operated. I'd like to know that, wouldn't you? It's right in the Bible. I will pray with the Spirit. I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit. I will also sing with the understanding. And then verse 26, how is it then, brethren, whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, there it is, has a revelation, has an interpretation? 
let all things be done for edification. Then it goes on to tell, and these, these again are the rules in the church. And it says, for instance, uh, let there be two or at the most three speaking in tongues. And don't just keep speaking in tongues, then get an interpretation. And then you can have another two or three speak in tongues. doesn't say you can only speak in tongues three times. People have misunderstood that. But what I love is when I first became a believer, I'll tell you the story tomorrow. We've run out of time, unfortunately. But I want to get these two CDs in your hand, PTT, Personal Trainer Tongues. I have asked my friends that are deep in the Spirit, that pray for hours in the Holy Spirit, to teach and encourage you to speak in the Spirit. And I had something happen that I didn't even think would happen. As I started listening to these tapes, I couldn't control myself. I had to speak in tongues. I had this compulsion. And then I realized, just as a personal trainer in the natural, this is a personal trainer in the supernatural. And, uh, you know, maybe the first month, play these CDs and pray in tongues right along with their teaching. There's a supernatural anointing that will allow you to do that. And then I have a special DVD from a TV show that I did that's going to teach you how to pray for people that want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues. Uh, And you can actually play this for them. So it's available for a gift of $30. Call our order-only line. 1-800-447-2697. 1-800-447-2697. As a new Jewish believer in the Messiah, I would spend at least an hour a day praying in supernatural languages. And you realize that when you pray in tongues, you are prophesying your future? Do you realize that when you speak into the atmosphere what God has for your future, you're speaking it in perfect faith? You see, (laughs) you don't even know what you're saying. So there's no doubt. There's no unbelief. You're praying in perfect faith and All things are possible when you pray according to the will of God in perfect faith. You see, and I believe that if I could supernaturally go back then and eavesdrop with revelation of what I was saying, I was saying that someday we are going to have a radio ministry all over the world. Someday we're going to have a television ministry all over the world. Someday we're going to have uh, our own television studio. And as a matter of fact, lately, I know I've been prophesying on what's going to happen in the future of this ministry. And I have to tell you, everything that we have done to date is in preparation for what is about ready to unfold in this ministry. And and so I, I have to tell you, I am so excited, but it never would have happened if I didn't pray perfect prayers with perfect faith in those early years. But it's not too late. You will not miss your destiny. Start praying an hour a day in supernatural languages. And remember, Meditate on God's Word, because God's Word 
is such power. If you could see in the spirit when you're praying in tongues, things are going out of your mouth and you're activating angels. They're running all over the place. Heaven is being activated when you're praying in tongues. And when you speak God's word, heaven is being activated. Angels are being activated. Now, the, the scripture we're meditating on this week is Acts 10, 38. God anointed me. He smeared his Holy Spirit and his power into me so I can go about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. You hear that devil? All who are oppressed. I mean, I could put hands, if I was having a problem now, which I'm not, I could put hands on myself and I could say oppression leave, sickness leave, because I am smeared with the Holy Spirit of God. I am smeared with his power. And everyone that I pray for that's oppressed by the devil, it says all in the word of God. You see, I'm activating angels. And now the next person I see that's afflicted and oppressed by the devil. Devil, watch out. I got it in my spirit. Too late for you. So we're going back to supernatural languages or tongues. I Now, this will sound strange to you, but I am so grateful for the cell phone. Yes, you heard me correctly. I said, I am so grateful for the cell phone. Why do I say this? Because I used to walk around praying in tongues, and people would look at me like I was strange. And so they would, uh, you know, they, and I kind of got intimidated. I did it, but I got kind of intimidated because I didn't want them to take me out to the nut house, uh, you know, and that's what people do uh, when they're speaking out loud and no one's around. But in the advent of the cell phone, you see someone driving their car and speaking, and you realize they're. They're just talking on their cell phone. Well, I tried something the other day. It was amazing. I took my cell phone and I took it out and I pretended like I was talking to someone on the cell phone and I was speaking in tongues and I was and no one thought anything of it. They didn't take me out to the nut farm. They thought I was just normal. Well, I so so um you know, I'm, I'm not kidding you. This, this is really what's going on. I mean, if I'm on an airplane and, I'm, I'm, and, and there's someone next to me and I start speaking, they're going to call for the airline stewardess. <laughs> you know, they're going to be worried that something even worse. I won't even say that. But no, I second thought I can't do this on the airplane. You can't use a cell phone on the airplane. Anyway, it was a good thought. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm really going to start doing that. I'll be at a social event. I'm going to take out my cell phone. I'm speaking to God. It says when you speak in tongues, you're talking to God, right? Well, who are you talking to? I'm talking to God personally. Someone could walk up to me and say, Sid, you're so animated. I said, wouldn't you be animated if you were talking to God? I got God on the other line of this cell phone. Also, one other thing I want to change the subject a little bit. You may be getting tired of the cell phone thing, but I love it personally. Um, I have found something interesting. When I'm praying in tongues about a serious problem, all of a sudden, after I've been praying for a while, I'll start laughing. Now, it won't be a laugh 
uh, like uh, someone's told a joke, it'll be what I call laughing in the spirit. Uh, I'll start doing ha 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 ha. And to me, what the God is showing me is it's finished. It's done. Have you ever heard about people praying through until uh, they get an answer? Well, that's what this is. When you're laughing in the spirit, you have prayed through to heaven and the angels have already been released. They're, and they're, they're, they're moving according to your words. And I cannot impress you enough that you, if you per- currently pray in tongues one hour a day, and if you get my two CDs called PTT, Personal Trainer Tongues, you're going to have a personal trainer, not just me. You're going to have the best of the best. And I'm going to promise you something. If you already speak in tongues, you will be, uh, you won't be able to listen to this teaching without speaking in tongues at the same time because the anointing is so strong on these two CDs. And then the teaching this week, I'm going to include that in the package and a special DVD that will teach you more on praying in tongues. And then I'm going to pray for impartation and, and a special DVD that's going to teach you how to, uh, uh, how you can pray in tongues, or you could give it to a friend that wa- that wants to learn how to pray in tongues, uh, and then the uh, the impartation is so strong. Uh, you know, years ago, wherever I would go, I would pray for people to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Then I got into praying for healing, and I didn't have time for both, so I stopped. But you know what? That used to be one of my strongest anointings. And I'm going back because we need the prayer of the first church, which was speaking in tongues. We need what the apostles used to pray. And if we don't need it now, when? Uh, and you know what else is going to happen to you as you start praying in tongues for an hour? God's going to do something amazing. He is going to, when you go to sleep at night, You're going to be praying in tongues while you're sleeping. Talk about double duty. Don't be worried worried about bad dreams if you're praying in tongues all night. Devil won't want to come near you. (laughs) But that's what people do. They start praying. I mean, time is being compressed. That hour a day isn't enough. He's going to have you praying all night long. And you'll be sleeping. But your spirit doesn't need to sleep. Your spirit will be praying in tongues. So I, I, want it, I want you to get these two CDs, the PTT, my teaching on the radio this week, and the DVD in which I pray for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in supernatural tongues. You know what? I think I'm going to pray in tongues right now. 
Is that okay with you? Well, guess what? If it's not, it's okay with God, and that's all that counts. Oh, guess what I'm doing? Did I just teach you? I was laughing in the spirit. Did you catch that? But that's not laughing. That's tongues laughing. Come on, pray along with me. Tomorrow's broadcast, if you've never spoken in tongues before, you will be speaking in tongues on tomorrow's broadcast. Let me tell you about a study by a medical doctor a brain specialist, and he was doing research on what the relationship was between the brain and praying or speaking in tongues. Through research and testing, he found out that as we pray in the Spirit, there is activity that begins to take place in our brain. As we engage in our heavenly language, the brain releases two chemical secretions that are directed into our immune systems, giving a 35 to 40 percent boost to the immune system. This promotes healing within our bodies. Amazingly, This secretion is triggered from a part of the brain that has no other apparent activity in humans and is only activated by praying in tongues. So take your vitamins, pray in tongues. Now, I want to pray that you be filled with God's Holy Spirit. Keep in mind, at Pentecost, some people say, oh, you can't pray in tongues with non-believers present. At Pentecost, it was filled with non-believers. Read it. You'll see. And they were all, as a matter of fact, Acts 2-4, let me read what they did. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and it implies they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, who did the speaking? They did the speaking. Who gave the utterance? The Holy Spirit. If they didn't do the speaking, the Holy Spirit could not have used them. If you don't move your mouth and your tongue and enunciate words in English coming from your brain, uh, maybe unless you're ventriloquist, you're not going to say anything. You, you do the speaking in the natural from your brain, in the supernatural from your spirit. And so here's the catch-22 that many of you have gotten yourself into. You're saying, I only want to speak if God moves my tongue. Well, remember Peter when he was in the water and he saw Jesus walking on the water and Jesus said, come? Now, Peter could have said, I will come out to the water if you move my legs, Jesus, then I'll know it's you. No, he didn't say that. He moved his own legs. He knew how to walk. He'd been doing it for years. He just didn't have the ability to walk on the water. But if he didn't do his part, he would have never known he could walk on water. Same thing with tongues. If you don't do your part, 
you would never know that you have this beautiful prayer language within you. Now, a lot of people say, can I be baptized in the Holy Spirit and not speak in tongues? Absolutely, yes. If you don't do the speaking, you will not speak in tongues, but you can be filled with the Holy Spirit of God. You just aren't going to have the same power if you don't speak in tongues. And the, and the tragedy is, it's part of the package. Everyone has the private prayer language of speaking in supernatural languages that's filled with the Holy Spirit. You must be born again, but after you're born again, let's pray this right now out loud. And after we pray this in English, I want you to begin to thank God for his goodness in your life in English. And then I want you to speak in a supernatural language as quickly as you can. The first thought then your lightning brain will say, I don't know what to say. So far, you're perfect. It's called unknown tongues. Of course, you don't know what to say, but you do the speaking. God gives the utterance. You get it? So let's, let's, you ready? Begin to pray out loud after me. Dear God, please fill me in Jesus' name with your Holy Spirit and your fire. I love you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Jesus, you're everything. Jesus, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you for all the things. If you, all you had done is revealed that you are real and that my sins are forgiven and I'm going to heaven, it would have been enough. But you have said all things are mine and I need words to tell you how much I love you. you know, the Bible says that I'm speaking to God Almighty when I speak in unknown tongues. And the Bible says that if I ask for the Holy Spirit, I will not get a counterfeit. I'm so grateful because I'm asking in Jesus' name. Repeat that. I'm asking in Jesus' name to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to speak in supernatural languages. Now, start speaking, even if it's making up a couple of syllables. It won't be made up, but that's the, that'll be a good way to kind of get you started. And do it as fast as you can, as fast as you humanly can. Now, some of you are still at that stage. I was talking about. I'm, this, this is Sid, your coach, telling you if you don't do the speaking, no one else will. You know, it might be made up. <laughs> Not if you asked in Jesus' name. Did you know you can sing your language? Yeah. <laughs> 
If you're not moving your tongue and making a sound, you, Peter, you will never get out of the book boat. You will never walk on water, Peter. Stop. Let's start again. I want to show you, you can, this is the only gift you can initiate, you can start, and you can stop at will. The public gift in a congregation, you can't, but the private prayer language, you can. Remember, different rules for different types of tongues. Someone's uh, uh, wrist is being healed. Right now, if you move your wrist, you'll see that there's no pain there. And someone's back and neck has just been healed. The spine is actually, it's straightening up. Uh, it's, uh, if someone's looking, they can see that your curvature of the spine, it's not curved anymore. Uh, in Jesus' name. You see, when you speak in unknown tongues, you're opening up a river. There's a dam inside of you, but a river is opening up, and it's releasing. It's pouring like a river. The gifts of the Spirit are going to be pouring out of you like never before. Uh, someone's finger, you have arthritis in your fingers. That that pain is gone. You're going to have revelation knowledge like you've never had before. Uh, when I, uh, when you stop listening to this tape, just continue praying in supernatural languages for a while. Someone's ear has just been opened in Jesus' name. And someone that has sinus problems uh, in, in allergies, uh, you're, you're healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. In allergies of any kind, you're healed in Jesus' name. Now, I want to get these two CDs in your hand. It's called PTT, Personal Trainer Tongues. And when you listen to the best of the best, giving their best insight into the advantage of praying in supernatural languages, as you listen, your Holy Spirit is going to jump within you and you're going to want to start speaking in tongues. And anytime you, you stop, let's say you do it for a month and then you stop, put your personal trainer on. And that personal trainer will get you going again. I pray in tongues right along with the personal trainer. It's wonderful. And then this week's teaching on CD, that's the third CD you're going to get. And then the fourth is a special DVD. It'll be our TV show and, uh, and some extra things that we're doing that you can play for your friends that aren't baptized in the Holy Spirit, and they will be baptized in the Holy Spirit and start speaking in unknown tongues. All of those three CDs and the DVD available for a gift of $30. To hear this week's interview or watch archives of our television show, It's Supernatural, visit our website at www.sidroth.org. That's www.sidroth.org. 
To receive a complimentary copy of our bi-monthly teaching newsletter, materials catalog, or information about becoming Mishpucha or Chalitzim, write to me, Sid Roth, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. To place a credit card order, call anytime, 1-800-447-2697. For all other calls, the number is 704-943-6500. That's 704-943-6500. For a CD of this week's broadcast, send a donation to Sid Roth. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278.